Hello, this is your life-changing podcast, Knowings, Spiritual and All Things Human. Renowned spiritual leader, visionary, author, and advocate for humanity, Mahatma Chris Griscom, answers crucial questions from around the world with her vast illuminated cosmic wisdom. Gentle and often humorous in her knowings, she includes her famed Exercises in Consciousness that help to bring the listener into a state of expanded conscious self-awareness, global focus, and participation. With each segment in the series, Chris answers three diverse questions to discover deeper aspects of who you are and how to find meaning and purpose in your individual and global realities. This is for you. Chris Griscom is the world's foremost expert on reincarnation. Her intensives of the Light Institute with themes of all things human are for people around the globe with the purpose of changing lives and helping the planet. Chris Griscom brings the gift of higher consciousness, accelerating the evolution of humanity and the world. There is another part to this meditation. It's called knowings. And people from around the world each week send us questions uh, on topics that they would like for us to explore so that we can uplift ourselves and everyone who's participating. And Allison will tell us the questions that have come this week. The first question is from a dear friend of ours from Hong Kong. I have a question for Chris for knowings. I'd like to know how our views regarding the orcas sinking boats on the coast of Spain and France are. Hmm. I've heard about this as well. Uh, they are not playing. They are not wanting to make contact. They are feeling threatened by those boats. And uh, what I feel is happening is that uh, the seas in those areas and actually all over. It's interesting that the orcas uh, travel around the world. They they can live in the Arctic areas, they can live in the tropical and semi-tropical areas, so there they are, and in France and in Spain. But what is happening is that all of the chemical pollutions, as well as, and this is what I pick up the most, um, all of us who are taking hormonal replacements and Uh, and all of those kinds of energies, that's all going flushed into the sea. And the uh, marine animals are being influenced by them. And so imagine a man uh, who is taking an excess testosterone, testosterone, and then is peed out, and it goes into the sea. You would think that it would be so diluted. But there is that energy that that the smaller something is, the more powerful it is. And I, what I picked up when I meditating on, meditated on the workers was that they were taking in not only the chemical toxins that we were putting in, which are disturbing their balance, but especially human hormonal energies and human thought forms and the feelings that are also being excreted from our bodies are influencing them and causing a sense of violence. I am seeing a lot of uh, anger and violence erupting from the planet itself, erupting amongst humans right now. And to think that that orcas uh, or other uh, animals are not picking up on our emotional frequencies is not true. They are. They, they sense us in the same way that our pets 
census. Uh, and so the, the striking at boats, and we're also having it in several places, uh, many uh, attacks by alligators, by uh, um, uh, sharks, by all kinds of sea beings uh, that, and water beings. Remember that water represents the emotions, and water is the great conductor. So anything that's put in water is, is diffused uh, wherever that water goes. And so I feel that they're being subject to our anger, they're being subject to our imbalances that, that trigger, especially orcas, which of course are mammals like us. Uh, they're picking up those energies and being imbalanced by them and causing them, in the same way I'm finding humans, to feel uh, angry and, and emotionally upset. Uh, so this is occurring. And what we can do right now about that is to extend frequencies of light to the orcas to communicate to them that not all humans are dangerous to them, not all boats on the sea are uh, seen as some kind of a something that's going to cause problems for them, hurt them. Because whenever we attack, it's because we're afraid. So another aspect of that that I find interesting is that we eat a lot of meat. When we eat meat, we eat the fear of the animals that died to feed us. And again, uh, that fear is being um, eliminated through through our bodily uh, functions and ultimately finds itself in the sea. So there's an uptake of fear and anger and uh, which produces that uh, sense of kill or be killed kind of attacking, attacking energy. So let us send an energy to the orcas uh, that that's a message that we want to send, that we love them, that you might feel it. What color do you need to feel our love? You might do it that way. Or what color do you need to uh, to not be influenced by the toxins in the sea? Or what color do you need uh, to know that you are safe? Any of those kinds or any way that you want to word it will do. Close your eyes. Breathe deeply. Bring the orcas, orcas, which are called killer whales, interestingly enough, into your mind's eye. And ask them what frequency of light, what color they need to, again, to um, not interpret humans as dangerous or, or boats on the sea as dangerous or to... Um, through that frequency of light, neutralize toxins that are stimulating their emotions, uh, their nervous systems. However, we want to say that, just ask them for the color. They will give you a color and see what it is for you. And now we jump into the cosmos and pull down exactly that frequency of light that they asked for from you. Down to the top of your head and into your solar plexus. And laser that color out to the orcas. 
and feel, just continuing to allow it to come from the cosmos through you and into the organs until you feel that shift, that they are calming down, that they are uh, neutralizing toxins that are disturbing them, that they are coming into the balance of them, of their own realities. Just send a little bit more light, whatever that color is, until you feel that that they are receiving it and responding. That's an exercise that I hope you will do it again and again for them. Uh, basically, I think they're also saying, because remember, we have put so many ships and boats and things into the sea that there is an energy there, and I think this is true on the land as well. Get out of our, get out of our home. The ocean is their home. Get away from us. And uh, we're, we're seeing the same kind of thing with bears, with other kinds of animals that have never attacked people, uh, or rarely, that are coming in, sharing spaces with people, partly because we've intruded in their homes. And so we're getting this reactive conversation going on around the world, ourselves and in the animal kingdom. And you and I can influence that by rebalancing uh, this, 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 this disturbance, wherever it is. Thank you for that, Allison. The second question is from Brasilia, Brazil. Chris, I know that the Light Institute doesn't give incarnational sessions at night. Why is this? Oh, oh. That, that's a wonderful, it's a very interesting answer that I will give to you. And that's because in olden times and in, in Eastern traditions as well, sunrise and sunset, twilight zones, the shifting of light has been a magical time and, and viewed often as a dangerous time but a powerful time. And what we do know about the human body is that at twilight or at nighttime, the what in Chinese medicine is called the Wei Qi. It's like the auric field. It's the electromagnetic energy that radiates out from us, which is really a protecting and, and an energy that says, I am present. As, as nighttime falls, as darkness falls, that energy comes into the body so that the body can sleep. So when we're doing incarnational work and we're moving into the astral, we might be moving into whatever kind of lifetime, whether it's a safe one or, or it's not or whatever it is, there's a, there's a sort of a, an energy play there with the environment, with the ethers. And so we don't want to be moving into the astral and looking at all of these incarnations of our soul while our protective energy is pulling into the body so we can go to sleep. That's why we do it. We do it in the daytime when the auric field is strong, the electromagnetic energy is radiating out from us. And also, um, you know that many people are afraid of the darkness. 
And so anytime there's an element of watch out or I can't see, uh, that's not a good time to be exploring the self on the deepest, deepest spiritual and, and looking at our Akashic records. So we just, we don't uh, tempt that at all. Of course, you're always safe, uh, but there are these elements. So our work is always in concert with the time of year, with what's happening in the environment, the, the, the shift between daytime and nighttime. And that is why um, wise beings, um, and especially uh, shamans and witches and all of the people who who tuned in or utilized or connected to the environmental energies of nature recognize that twilight as a, the time when the sun is being removed and the darkness comes. It's not a time to uh, not be in full uh, control of uh, what, you're, what you are doing. So we don't do it. And uh, that makes everyone feel safe. Of course, when we do work at the Light Institute, we have a well-trained facilitator who's been trained for years who holds the light. Because, um, again, looking at ourselves in many bodies, in many environments, where different things, different laws of energy, and different uh, cultural laws of goodness and, and, and badness uh, existed at those times, uh, we're in play. We need that. We need that being encompassed by the light. Uh, the work that we explore is always fun. It's always magical. It always illuminates us. And so we protect that so that it is that way. I love you, Brazil. Allison? The last question is from Los Angeles, California, in the USA. For Chris, I'm an athlete in the public eye. I have a deep spiritual connection, and I love my sport, but loathe the public scrutiny, which is often hurtful. Please give me advice on how I can stay in the higher frequencies when bombarded by mean-spirited negativity. Thank you for your wise, genuine answers and very positive energy on knowings. So nice. Well, the answer is right there inside you uh, in terms of that spiritual energy being above the fray. Uh, And that is to stay and, and, and allow and hold that place that you are... Uh, that you have been able to use your body in ways that are magnificent, beyond the normal, above above what most people can do. And of course that causes jealousy and it causes self-righteousness, which is bring the other guy down so that I can feel good about myself. Um, and that's a very uh, low and small kind of energy. What you want to do is to constantly be grateful that you have the skill to be a template. Imagine the millions of children who, who are not belittling you, who are looking at you and saying, I want to be you. And sometimes even the ones that abuse you uh, with the words or whatever, what's underneath that jealousy, that attacking you is, I want to be you. And so hold that place. 
be grateful that you are a template. And whenever someone bombards you, and I will show you how to avoid that right now, um, you, you want to be in that place that says, I will be the best template I can. I will uh, show how to do this, and I will represent the, the beauty and the magic and the power of the human form. And, and I will carry that to inspire everyone. And then the second part of that, so you don't want to uh, be a part of that. And so I would say to you, the hurtfulness, you know, in a way, it's not about you. All of the athletes and all of the actors and all of the people of power, uh, all of the templates in the, in the world are constantly bombarded by negative. And so... Uh, what you, all of you, really want to recognize is that um, why is it that you allow someone to attack you or to hurt you? They may attack you, but you can you could turn that around because the giver has the power, my higher self says, and this is how I would do it. When someone attacks you, instead of trying to defend yourself, either by saying something back or hiding or or recognize that this person is not is not their true selves, and that's why they're doing it. It doesn't. It's not really about your template, and it's worthwhile being that template. So, if you want to discard that part of you that's available for that hurt, and this is how you do it: is the direction of energy. When someone hurts you, whether it's in a letter or personally. Uh, in presence or whatever it is, in your mind's eye, immediately ask them, what color do you need from me to come into your own balance, your own true self? Recognize yourself. Or however you want to put that. In your mind, you say to this, and it's instantaneous. You can do this while you're even talking to somebody. And whatever color they choose, and as we've been doing in all these exercises in consciousness, reach up into the cosmos, draw it down, and laser it out to them. If they're in your present, often they will, they will blink their eyes and stop because everyone recognizes light. We're all made of light. And so in that way, when you are extending your energy, there is a law of nature, and that is that energy coming in to hurt you has to be equal to you or less equal to you, lower than you. Positive energies have to be equal to you or faster. So you can stop them coming in from hurting you by shifting around and directing the energy out through you and to them. And that way you're healing them and you're also not participating. You're not in their negativity, in their pot of, of emotional imbalance. And this is what is important for you. Don't, don't allow yourself to be hurt. Focus on the more visible you can be. Don't hide. The more visible you can be. Thinking of all the people who want to learn from you, who want to be like you. And, and that, in that way, it will free you. Sometimes we take that hurt in because... We, we wanted to be loved by them. We want to be admired. All humans do. If you admire yourself and you stay on that level, then you don't have to uh, 
allow your emotional body to go, oh, they're hurting me. No, don't be hurt by them. It's not about you. It's about them. You can heal them. That's part of the gift that you have by being an incredible athlete to inspire. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. And your own lifting up and moving through that, that in itself will ripple out through the ethers and help others to recognize none of us have to take in the, the negativity of others because it's always coming from their own hurts. So, again, you don't have to play in their movies. Play in your own. Great love, and I so admire you. Take in my energy of applause for who you are, and only that take in. <laughs>